let's get the thoughts of Bryce McGain, who's on the line and has been listening in. G'day, Bryce. G'day, Maddie. Great to be catching up with you again. And it's a whole different uh, aspect of cricket now, isn't it? Which uh, we hit the Australian summer. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the test team and everything that's going on. So can I just get your thoughts on what's going on? I mean, it's not the first time that we've had a former player have a dig at a current player. It won't be the last time. But Mitchell Johnson's spray was, was right up there um, on David Warner. He, he certainly didn't miss. What do you think of all this, the way that it's played out here? Uh, look, yeah, look, Mitch is terrific, I think, because he does speak his mind. That's his view, um, which is that it wouldn't be dictated to. And I think that's the underlying part. As selectors, if you were selecting the team, it wouldn't be dictated to by the player who wants to go through to um, his last game being at, at Sydney, which is a few tests away. Um, yeah, look, I, I'm open to... to hearing the views of, of many. I, I, I think it's good and healthy um, that we can do that. I think he struck a point that, and I, I looked through social media and then looked at the response to it, and I think by and large, a lot of people support it, support the fact that um, Dave Warner d- doesn't necessarily now have that right to be able to do that. The selectors are in control, though, and if they want to ch- make a change, then they're well within their rights to do so. They haven't chosen to do that. Um, and they've chosen to, well, certainly for the first test, going ahead with Dave Warner. Yeah. So does it come down to the regular rules? I guess this is what it what it all boils down to, Bryce. Do the regular rules apply here to say, if you're not getting the runs, you're not in the team, regardless of what you would love to do? Because every cricketer would love to play more or play le- uh, bow out in a certain way. But it, will it just come down to selectors saying to Dave Warner, you've got to prove yourself that you're going to have to be there by the SCG test? And I think that happened uh, when he went to India, and I think it happened when he went to the Ashes as well. And I think he did an adequate job in, in the Ashes. But uh, you know, the stats—if you're going hard on stats—you know, he was probably probably down at the maybe the twelfth or fourteenth ranked batsman in the in the whole out of both teams. So um, stats will, won't won't tell a great story, and they're not really supportive of Dave Warner. I guess. Um, the, the, the part that might be is the, the legacy and the, the job that he has done at the top of the order, the form that he's in currently, um, which is one-day form. Will that translate into the red ball? And they're the type of decisions that, that need to be weighted into the, that, that decision matrix, I guess, that they come up with and then select that final team. Um, yeah, look, it, it's it, it's not always as straightforward, Uh I'm comfortable with him being selected there. I personally don't have an issue. I think he's, I think he's a, a batsman in good form at the moment, um, from one day form. But uh, yeah, the answer then being, does that translate across into this first test? So regardless of whether it's David Warner's test career comes to an end in Perth, in Melbourne, or in Sydney, <laughs> Australia still have another. The selectors have probably. Uh, an even bigger discussion to have. And this one's going to dominate the next couple of weeks. And it'll start on Wednesday with the Prime Minister's 11. It's probably already started with the Sheffield Shield games in particular that we saw at the back end of last week. As to And then there's the shuffle part as well as to what Australia does at the top of the order when Warner's not there. Yeah, well, they have some pretty healthy options. Marcus Harris, although missed out in his most recent Sheffield Shield game, uh, the Victorian. Uh, WA, who came to Victoria, I suppose is a good way to put it, homegrown in WA. Um, 
I think he is the incumbent there in, in next in line in, in that opening slot. Uh, and then, of course, there's, uh, for the second time around, Matthew Renshaw. And I think he's a much better player than when he was a, a young man coming into that Australian and opening the batting. So second time round, I think he's got um, some good claims to make there. And Cameron Bancroft has continued to be in the runs. And that's what's often reflected back to these players who want to make the, the higher claims to play in the test team is that the currency is runs and you need to score runs. Now, Cameron Bancroft does it in a way that um, has a few of the, uh, I guess, the more astute judges looking at his technique and saying, gee, how does he keep making runs? Because it is a bit outside in on the drive and there's a few flaws there. But what he's able to do is, is keep scoring and uh, and he's doing that better than most and doing it in all forms of the game as well. So he, he's got... And he is in that Prime Minister's 11. So the three of them are in that Prime Minister's 11. Um, you know, there's, there's some discussion around, does Travis Head go to the top of the order and then allow someone like a Cameron Green to bat at three or four, where he has done mostly for his WA state? So there's lots of movements that can suddenly occur should the case be that uh, when, if and when uh, Dave Warner wraps up, it might be Labuschagne to the top. And then uh, that, that then opens up a, a whole other uh, selection decision as well. So th- there's lots and lots of options that, that, um, that have been discussed around the movement of just one player and the retirement of one player. I reckon these are the times, Bryce, that selectors earn their money, don't they? I mean, they, you know, they're constantly thinking and constantly juggling. But when you are faced with a big decision like this one, which is at the top of the order, and you're, you've got the opportunity maybe to shuffle, maybe to bring somebody in, maybe to bring somebody back, this is when they really earn their stripes. And it's going to be a hard decision, I reckon, either way. What did you make of uh, the inclusion of Lance Morris? So the wild thing, back into the squad for the summer. Yeah, look, I, th- I think it's good, and, and it was uh, discussed by George Bailey, the, the chairman of selectors, to say we want to have that when he makes that transition. It's not to say that he'll be into this test match, but when he makes that transition into the Australian team uh, and test selection, we, we, we want him really familiar with the environment and the coaching staff and the players around him, and I think that's... That, that's a great sentiment for all players to be familiar with that next environment. So it's not a sudden, I've got a meet and greet and then I'm playing in uh, a day's time. I think it's really worthwhile. I think he's got some genuine firepower. I think it uh, challenges the batsmen in the nets uh, as well, um, leading into it. So it sharpens up the, the, all the batting group uh, to be at their absolute best. So I like the inclusion. There is another WA quick that uh, in my team, if I was selecting, I'd have him a nose ahead, and that's Jai Richardson. I think he's an outstanding prospect. Now, unfortunately, he's had hamstring surgery. He's hurt his shoulder again in October. He's come back in the first game back. He took five wickets against uh, Queensland last week. Um, He has an incredible first-class record, uh, an amazing first-class record, over four wickets every game, averaging around 20, um, moving the ball uh, away at pace, from the right-hander, um, he's an incredibly skilled. Even though he's lean and and rapid, it's that uh, it's, he's just got all the attributes. So he's one that wouldn't be too far away, but certainly supportive of Lance Morris being in that test group. Absolutely, there's always plenty going on. Good on you, Bryce. Thanks for your time this morning, mate. Appreciate it. Good to catch up, Maddie. Have a good one. Bye now. 
You too. Bryce McGain joining us there. Give us your reaction on that. Uh, 0457 736 736. And, of course, overnight Australia went down in the final T20 International Series match, a close one against India. So that series ends up India 4 one in the five-match series there. I'll get to your texts and calls. NBA, NFL, we've got plenty to update on this Monday morning.